Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. Today, we have another powerful episode, and as always, no, not as always, normally, Micah Rez is hunkered down in his basement, but we have powerful good news. Micah Rez got into his buggy and journeyed to the barn across his powerful oaken desk is DJ Micah Rezin. Hey, what's up? What's up? I, uh, I missed you so much. Da- well. I missed the Oaken desk so much. Oh. You know, so I, I had to come back and, and check out the barn. Um, I like what you did to the place. Thank you. Looks the same. It's sterilized. We sprayed powerful bleaches. Do you smell the bleach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be 10 to 1. Yes, I know. I don't know. I don't, don't tell me ratios. Powerful UV rays. <laughs> we didn't have an episode last week because we got hit again by an EMP. Yeah, can you believe that shit? Yes. They snuck in. They... Cut a hole in the Faraday cage, <laughs> but we're back. We're UV'd. We're sterilized. We're what's another cool word? Monopolized. That's cool. Yes, monopoly. Stop. What is it? Don't stop. Go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Whatever. Go Hello, friends. To jail. Welcome. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, if you're new to this powerful podcast, what it is is the most powerful podcast ever created, where we talk about everything pop culture, beer. Yes. Music. Yes. Beer, music, food. Anything. Right, what's that? Anything. Yes, anything. Right before we uh, started recording here, we filmed, is that the correct word? We taped, we recorded, recorded a powerful YouTube episode. It was awesome. For the most powerful YouTube channel ever created, the Amish Baby Machine YouTube channel. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, like, share, all that jazz. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll wish you watched it again. <laughs> oh, you lost your voice there. I know. What Say it again. You lost, it? you laugh, what is it? You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll wish you watched it again. Wow. Yeah. Yes, what great. we did, we did a powerful two multi-beer review, and then we reviewed a powerful new Pop-Tarts I discovered. Yeah, where'd you find those Pop-Tarts? I can't tell you. Ooh. People are going to have to watch the, yes. the video. Check it out. It will be up soon. Soon, maybe a week or two. Who knows? It's all relative. Oh, man. Micah Rez. Now, Micah Rez, since we last recorded this powerful episode, we enjoyed some different shows. We enjoyed, we saw Godzilla versus Kong. Trailer. Trailer. And we uh, watched uh, the third episode of WandaVision. Third and I watched the fourth as well. The fourth one is Oh, is the fourth one out too? Yeah, it came out every Friday. Apparently, I'm not paying attention. Oh, yeah. So, we'll... uh... We'll just talk about the third since you haven't seen the fourth one yet. Yes. So. And we have Song of the Day, too. Song of the Day. It's packed. I mean, when you got to try to get two weeks worth of information into, into one show, I mean, we might run out of show. Yes. Wait, it's our podcast. Yes. You know that person that tried to attack us with the EMP? Yeah. They just made us stronger. 
<laughs> what is right. that? If you you strike us down, we'll only get stronger. What is that? Star Trek nerds or is it Star Wars? Or, Star Wars. I don't yeah. know. Strike whatever. me down and you only make me more powerful yes, than whatever. you could ever imagine. Whatever. Powerful. Yep. What do you want to get into right now, Micah Rez? Oh, man. Uh, should should we quickly talk about what's captivating the nation on the stock market quickly? Yes. Uh, yeah. By the way, Micah Rez is a financial expert, too. He's <laughs> no. not only a beer expert. Is it, is it pronounced Dogecoin or a Dogecoin? Do- Dogecoin, Doge. based on the, the Doge meme. Wow, yes. Yeah, so okay, so let's let's explain what's been going on for for those in the flock that are like, what the hell has been going on with GameStop and AMC and BlackBerry and Nokia and, and now this Dogecoin. Basically what's happening is Reddit, Reddit users, Reddit people are trying to take over Wall Street to prove a point. Um, and in the process... In like for GameStop, for example, they uh, hedge funds have lost billions of dollars because of Reddit users coming together and sticking it to the financial elite on Wall Street. Diggs, I think you remember the recession of 2008 and then the housing bubble that uh, struck the country not too long ago. Yes. Millions of people lost a lot of money. Yes. Thousands lost their homes. Yes. Well, these hedge fund managers made millions upon billions during yes. that time. So it was just kind of like something in the making, you know, this whole time people are trying to figure out how can we get back at these hedge fund managers who like reveled in everyone's pain. So this subreddit called Wall Street Bets has been around for, I think, a year or two now. Is Wait, I just want to know, is Gordon Gecko involved at all? Not yet, but he will be pretty soon. Yes. So. They got together, uh, and people who are way smarter than me financially. Now, any information that I give you is not financial information. Please don't. No, come this after is me. pure entertainment. Right. Whatever you do with DJ Micah Resin's advice, that's your problem. Right. We are not lawyers. We are not doctors. Financial we are entertainers. Advisors. Right. We are comedians. I just put that in the, my uh, profile. That Did I'm you? a comedian now. Hashtag comedian. Yes, I'm a comedian. That way, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and if we get into trouble, go, oh, I'm just a comedian. Let's just make it a joke. Yes. All right. So let's take GameStop, for example. So this company, like, there's actually a lot of companies that like to publish short contract schedules. Uh, so how hedge funds make their money is they bet that companies are going to lose money. So they borrow a share. So let's say, uh, for instance, the GameStop stock. A lot of hedge funds decided that GameStop's going to lose money. So what they do is they borrow a GameStop share from a brokerage or however many shares they want to borrow. And let's just say GameStop was at $10 when they borrowed it. So what these hedge funds do is they immediately sell it for $10, betting that in whatever time frame the contract is between them and the brokerage, GameStop's going to lose money. So they borrow it for $10, or they borrow it, sell it for $10, now they've made 10 and then come contract ex- expiration just before it expires they sell it for the lower price or buy it back for the lower price excuse me so let's say it, it was down to $7 at the end of the contract so these hedge funds will buy it back for 7 and then give it back to the brokerage now they've made $3 on that transaction so you're thinking $3 that's not a big deal well times that by millions of shares Okay, so let's say it was a million shares they borrowed and they sold it. They made 10 million. It loses. They buy it back for 7 million. 
Now they've made $3 million for doing absolutely nothing. So Wall Street Bets comes along and says, Hey, everybody, guess what? You want to get back at these hedge fund managers? Let's drive up that price. Buy GameStop. Buy as much as you can. Buy it often. Buy it all week. This contract's ending on Friday. Let's say. Well, enough people in this subreddit bought all the GameStop shares that were available, drove that price to almost $350 at the end of that contract. Well, now these hedge funds have to buy back these shares because they owe these brokerages all the shares they borrowed. Let's say they borrowed a million shares and they expected it to go down. Well, now they have to buy them back at an inflated price, which drives up the price even more. And so all these people are making money, like you and me, Dags, and these hedge funds are losing money. Brilliant. The, the biggest one, it's called Melvin, is this hedge fund. They lost $3 billion last week. $3 billion, which was awesome. Now, are they going to get bailed out? They will not. See, this is the thing. Well, they kind of, they, they can. So this is, a, hedge funds can pretty much borrow as much as they want whenever they want because it's Wall Street, right? And the rules when it comes to hedge funds are kind of a lot looser than it is for you and I. So they're going to be okay. You know, people with three boats are going to be fine eventually too. <laughs> but that was like 53% of what they're worth they lost in one day last week. So that is why it was such a big deal. It was the little guy sticking it to the big guy and kind of using the Wall Street rules against them. And it kind of opened the door. It opened the eyes these hedge funds thinking, wow, we're not as safe as we thought we were. If we, if enough regular people, quote unquote, get together and start screwing around, right? Well, it's totally legal, but nobody's ever done it. So it freaked a lot of people out. So now the SEC is looking into it, which will probably come, you know, nothing will probably come of it on either side. Um, but, you know, they put out their big, bad, powerful, we're going to look into any, anything wrongdoing from last week. Well, nobody did anything wrong. It's all legal. So a lot of people made a lot of money that didn't have it before, and a lot of billionaires lost billions. So it's kind of a the little man won on Thursday. Well, come Friday, uh, Robinhood, which is the biggest free stock trading app that's out there. Very ironic title. Yeah, right? They decide that because they lost money because they were paying people out. This hedge fund that's, or this giant corporation that owns a couple of hedge funds called Citadel basically said to them, you know, this is a rumor that's out These there. These names, Citadel right? and Robinhood, they're yeah. very uh, apropos. Powerful names. They are powerful. Uh, so Citadel, the rumor is that they went to Robinhood and said, stop people from buying these shares. And whatever losses you came up with, which was close to a billion, we got you covered. Just do this little, you know, do a favor for us. Do a solid for us. Right. So Robinhood restricted buys, or they call them the retailer, the retail buyer. By the, name, uh, by the way, the leader of Robinhood's name is Vlad. Vlad yeah, right. What a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Madonna. I just Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. So they, they restricted all of these buys, I guess, on Thursday of last week. Um, and then, but hedge funds could do whatever they want. They still had their free reign to buy and sell, borrow and sell, whatever they do. And so it was totally unfair to like you and I again, Dags, you know, they manipulated the stock market 
I couldn't buy anything, couldn't buy GameStop. There's only certain certain ones. It was GameStop, AMC, the movie theater chain, BlackBerry, Nokia, Bed Bath and Beyond, Express, and a couple others. Just another. How about Dracar Noir? Was that? Oh no! (laughs) Can you imagine though? Teddy Ruxpin. (laughs) So they they restricted Simon. Yeah, you could only sell. So that freaked a lot of people out that aren't used to being in the stock market. You know, they just hopped on the train to make a lot of money. So they decided they were going to sell. Because now the stock price is going down because Robinhood is illegally manipulating prices now. What is uh, GameStop? What is it at now? About three fifty or something? Uh, last I checked, it was about three, around three hundred. And what did it start at? Four bucks a month. Oh my god! Tell me you ago. got some. <laughs> I did not. Oh. Not on that one. Okay, so we'll we'll get to this though. So then Friday comes along and Robinhood's like, okay, we're we're raising. You can buy again but now you can only own certain amounts of these stocks, which is another price manipulation. So on GameStop, you can only, if you didn't own before, if you tried to buy on Friday, you were limited to five, five shares. And you couldn't buy anymore. You can't buy anymore right it's now. It's kind of like ammo. They're, uh, right. Yes. Yeah, so it's, and, and they did it for all of these. I think there's like 12 stocks in total that this Wall Street Bets subreddit was telling people to target based on when these uh, contracts expire. So if you make a hedge fund buy them back for more than what they borrowed them for or sold them for, it's called a short squeeze. So that's if you heard the term short squeeze, that's what it means. It means you're making, basically a hedge fund is losing money. The next short squeeze is this week, Dags. So tomorrow's February 1st. And so Monday through Thursday, those four days, contracts are expiring on AMC. So I, I, the only price I know of is Monday. I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those will come out as the week goes on. So on Monday, the short squeeze is $9. So what that means is if AMC closes above $9, and it doesn't matter what the price is above $9, the hedge funds are going to have to start buying back at a higher price. And that will drive the price up. So whoever has AMC is going to start making more money. On Friday, I bought my limit of AMC. Whoa. At 12 bucks a share. AMC uh, in the futures market is now over $13 a share. Whoa. So I've already made a dollar or more. Microrez is going to make it rain. Yeah, but I only own 10 shares. So this is the thing. That's how AMC started. Yeah, though. but can't we get in there like uh, Ferris Bueller or, or what was the one? What was it, you know, the one, the war games where he gets in there and messes oh, with the yeah, computer? right, yeah. Changes his grade get from an F to an A or I, change your 10 to 10,000 shares. Right, turn your, yeah. I, I'm sure there's there's been hackers trying to do this already. Um, But yeah, so this is, so starting Monday, the short squeeze game is back on for AMC. Uh, For GameStop, there are still contracts out there. It's not going to drive up the price as much, but. I, I wouldn't be surprised if GameStop is at $500 by the end of the week per share. Good for them. Yeah. And what was the, the interesting part with AMC, so that started at like three bucks a share when this, when this uh, short squeeze game started. And because of the stock price that closed, I think on Wednesday, that prevented AMC from filing for bankruptcy because they were able to sell uh, an outstanding amount of shares back to the public, basically. And they they raised enough money to erase like a tenth of their debt 
which was able to keep them out of bankruptcy and they will be liquidated. I think, or I think they're, they would, they'll have enough liquid cash on hand for like the next three or four years. So they'll get beyond this pandemic and they won't have to file for bankruptcy or close any theaters. So they saved the movie theater. They saved the movie theater. Yes. Which is crazy. And then if you think about it, so BlackBerry, I, I had BlackBerry stock before this whole thing went crazy because they, they started signing contracts with Tesla and they, they settled a, a patent dispute with Facebook. So the stock was going to go up anyway. So that's why I was interested in buying BlackBerry stock. Well, now BlackBerry is caught up in this um, subreddit short squeeze game. So it's only going <laughs> to. It's only going to make my How much are their shares going? Uh, right now they are at 19, 16 or $19 a share. I can't remember what they are, but they're going to, their con- short squeeze or their short contracts and that short squeeze game will start next week or this now, week. Now, is GameStop the only one that had that massive increase? Percentage wise, yes. Uh, but you'll see more of it. Now everybody knows the game. Everybody wants to get in on it. Now, the Dogecoin thing, now that's interesting. That's cryptocurrency. So that's decentralized, unregulated online money, basically. Now, can we make our own Amish cryptocurrency? Can we make some ABM currency? How do you do that? You, you need somebody who knows how to write code. Reach out to us. Reach out to us, flock of Amish. We want our own Amish baby machine cryptocurrency. We want it powerful. God, I'm just excited. Yeah, basically, if you know somebody who can write a code, you can get cryptocurrency yes. made for anything. And let's do it. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, you could have the logo, the gear yes. as the coin yes. logo. I'm yeah. seeing it right now. It's just spinning 360 <laughs> degrees right now. I'm spinning it. Yeah. By the way, they should have that on dating apps where you can take the person and just spin them 360 <laughs> degrees and just get all degrees. angles. You know, as a lot of people do the angles, they do the high up angle. They try to out angle. Yep. It's not authentic. Yeah, that's why if, if people see headshots of celebrities, it's always from above. Yes, they're always looking. Yes, up at it's the camera. from a drone. Yep. Powerful drone is taking the shot. Yep. So you're you're a billionaire now with their Doge. Oh aren't you? yeah, yeah. So so Dogecoin people have seen the Doge meme with the Shiba Inu meme, the smiling dog with the big eyes. Powerful Japanese dog. Right. So five years ago, Spitz dog. Spitz dog. Yes. Five years ago, a guy decided he was going to make a Dogecoin, just as a joke, based on the meme. And it's been trading, you know, anywhere from 0.002 cents to 0.005 cents. I mean, we're less than a penny, what it's been trading at. Well, now this Wall Street Bets thing comes around and they're like, that is a funny coin and we're going to target that one. And if enough people buy it, we're driving up the price on that too. Now, the only difference between them and Bitcoin one is Bitcoin's at like $38,000 a coin. It's, it's close, right? Right, yeah. The other thing is, is that how cryptocurrency works, the more valuable it is, it, if there's a cap on it, so if there's only so many amount of coins that they call mine, you know, if you mine so many coins. Yes. Basically, that's the, the code kicking out uh, coins, you know, it, virtual coins. It, the more valuable it is because then there's not much. It's like the whole inflation thing. You know, if there's too much of one thing, the inflation goes up. So. The problem is, is that coin's been around for five years, six years now, Dogecoin. With this code just kicking them out, there was no limit ever put on them. So there's like something like two or three billion of these coins that are available to purchase that keep getting bought and sold, bought and sold, bought and sold. And this code is still kicking them out at the same time. 
So with no cap, the worry is about the inflation part. But right now, people are worried about driving up the price. So I bought in on, what was it, Thursday night at just under two cents a coin. And now it's today, as we're recording it, it's been hovering around four cents a coin. Whoa. It, it peaked Friday night at seven cents, almost eight cents a coin. And then enter Robinhood again, where you could buy this coin on one of their yes. things. And Robinhood decides, well, you know what? We got to do some maintenance. Of course. So they did some maintenance, which slowed down the purchase. Remember I said that. I asked you too. I said, yep. do they shut that down? Oh, no, not yet. Not yeah. yet. As soon as they see anything. Right. And then, yeah, God forbid the little guy gets some money. Yeah, and then what happened was, so Robinhood has this feature called instant deposit. So if you decide you want to put money in your account to buy things, Robinhood would make it available to you right away because they've borrowed this money from somewhere else. But there were so many people buying Dogecoin on Friday night. Come Saturday, guess what? They turned that off. You can no longer buy Dogecoin with an instant transfer. But you know what you can still do? What's you that? can buy ABM merch. That's right. Yes, we have powerful <laughs> merch. We're going to need you to check it out. AmishBabyMachine.com. Also, follow us everywhere on social media, on Twitter at AmishBMachine. Like we were talking about our YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. we got a powerful new video coming out soon in the next week or two. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page. But seriously, our merch is insane. We have powerful designs, hoodies, hats. No, we don't have hats yet. <laughs> yet. We have hoodies, <laughs> mugs, stickers, T-shirts, everything you need, masks, everything you need. Check out our merch. It's a way to help the little guy. Also, make sure you tell a friend about our powerful podcast. Now, Mike Arez, let's get into the trailer we both enjoy, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. Do you remember it used to be King Kong versus Godzilla? Now they t- took away his title. He's not even a king anymore. Put some respect on his name, by the way. Now it's just Kong, and he's not even in the in the beginning of it. It's Godzilla versus Kong. It used to be King Kong versus Godzilla. You know what I think what happened was that Godzilla never went away, and King Kong kind of disappeared. They they did a couple of remakes of yeah, the original. I know, and it's all, oh, it actually has to do with the naming rights and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. It's King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, I think it's more like focus group related. Yes. And we are primates, powerful primates, so we must root for King Kong. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yes. I, he, I'm actually kind of curious, because I think, didn't King Kong come out victorious in the, in the original? I don't know. I'm not going to tell. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but that's the original. That's I 1930. Know, I know. I'm just kidding. Too powerful. Soon? Too soon already? Too soon. Ugh. Oh, you went up to, you're talking about way back when he went up to the top of the Empire State Building and those powerful uh, biplanes shot at him and he fell down. Oh, man. Yeah, sad. That's sad. Skull Island. <laughs> so what did you think of the trailer? I liked it. I'm excited. I was kind of excited anyway. I, uh, my, my youngest assistant manager is a huge Godzilla fan, so we watched many, many Godzilla films like the old ones, and, and we've watched all the newer ones. So I'm excited about this one. And the nostalgia thing for me, because I watched the old uh, Godzilla movies, but we watched king kong quite a bit in the house now i don't like the sepia tones the filters that's kind of weird yeah, yeah stop it yeah i don't like that and i don't like how his atomic breath is too blue <laughs> i don't like that either you know and i don't you know what else i don't like they make him look 
he doesn't look like a gorilla to me. He doesn't look like a silverback. Silverback gorillas have this giant cone head, you know? Right. And, and a he big doesn't have silverback. Yeah. No, he doesn't have that. No, but- he's he's too chimpanzee like. He's too chimp like. I want him to look like a gorilla. Uh, I mean, and I don't like Godzilla. I don't like his head is too small, <laughs> and his little uh, <laughs> spinal fins, whatever those are called, his dorsal spikes are too big. Yeah, but he looks more like the original than the Matthew Broderick movie one. That one oh, well, like that a, was way that too was a, stupid. That was a stupid Godzilla. Yes. I want a more T-Rex-like, less salamander-like. Think he looks like a salamander? I don't know. I don't like it. In the trailer, he kind of like crawled like one. Yeah, they should ask me. I'm an expert on everything. Just get the dags. Yes. I should sit opinion. in, what do they call it? The screening or whatever the pre, what was it called? Focus group? The focus group. I can't focus. I'm sorry, guys. But we need, I need to be in the focus group and I need to tell them, I'll tell them exactly what's up. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm actually, yes. I'm looking forward to it. Billy Bobby Brown's back in it. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Do you think, can King Kong swim? Are they going to, yeah. is he going to jump in the ocean? He's got to. What I would like, I would like him to jump in the ocean and then command other mammals. Because I think the mammals should stick together. Like Aquaman? Yes. Powerful pods of orcas can you imagine that if if they do that i want to see like the old aquaman with the the sonar yes. circles coming out of his forehead i don't know why he doesn't get respect and what he used to have blonde hair yep. he's orange and he has he's a powerful scandinavian young man then no, they turned him into this weird sex tattoo yeah I, I he's orange and he's got powerful shock of blonde hair that's what <laughs> that's what aquaman <laughs> looks like and i want I want King Kong to command other mammals like orcas and the orcas just, they surround Godzilla and just take chomps out of them like piranhas. Just a f- powerful feeding frenzy. What do you think? Oh, that sounds pretty bloody and violent, but I'm all for it. And then what Godzilla would do, he would command moray eels and just throw them. <laughs> they would just. I think, what if he rode moray Amsterdam eels. eels? What's that? We rode more eels just yes. like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, seahorse. Powerful. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I like how in these movies, it doesn't matter where they are in the ocean, Godzilla can like touch the bottom and stand up in the yes. ocean. <laughs> well, the, the scale is always wrong. And Godzilla has to step on a house. Yep. And then the scale's got to be totally wrong. <laughs> and they got to have those cool uh, multiple rocket launchers shooting at them. Oh, you got to yeah. shoot rockets at him. From a model? Yes. A- he, yeah, he's got to bang into uh, overhead power lines. Yeah. These are things that need to happen. He needs to knock trains off. People are always going to work, minding their own business, and <laughs> he just has to pick up the train and throw it. Throw it. Leave yeah. those people alone. Hey, the uh, I think somebody like figured out the original King Kong versus the one in this trailer, and and the one in the trailer is like, seven times taller than the original guts <laughs> King Kong. It's a guy in a foam suit, for God's <laughs> sakes. And they always add, are they adding like stranger kid kids in this movie? Well, that's Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, I don't uh, like it. She, I don't was like, in, she was in the second I don't care. Godzilla. I don't want kids. Kids have, should not be in any movies. No movies with kids. <laughs> None whatsoever. No, just adults. It should like, just be Perry, Perry Mason is the only person that should be in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> no, just if... The kids would be cool if Godzilla ate them. Then I would watch Wow. It. Yes. I don't like kids, and I don't like crying and all that stupid stuff. And what if they added a Rancor monster to eat the kids? Yes. <laughs> I know what people like. 
they like rockets. You got to have rockets in there. You got to have the multiple rocket launchers. You got to have the train getting knocked off the track, house getting stepped on. A biplane getting crushed. Yes, biplanes. Whatever, straight planes, whatever. It doesn't matter. We need more action. Less kids, less filters, less sepia tones. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Oh. That was our powerful <laughs> review of <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla. That's very, what I'm calling it. Very strong feelings yes. over a two and a half minute commercial. Yeah, and the music was stupid too. I don't remember the music. I don't remember either, but I'm, I'm sure it was stupid. <laughs> All right. WandaVision. <laughs> I'm, I'm like at a loss for words. I know, <laughs> I know. We're I know. fired up about yes. that. Jeez Louise. All right, WandaVision. You got through episode three? Yes. And we're up to episode four if you've got Disney+. Plus. What'd you think up to episode three? That was, uh, we were in the 70s in that one. It had a, a laugh track. I'm already done with the show. So go ahead. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't even know what the point was. So I'm over WandaVision. I'm done. You're over WandaVision? Yes. You got to watch the fourth episode. All right, I'll watch it. It'll, uh, so the end of the third episode, that's where like the fourth episode will explain what happened. So you, you got to watch it. There's uh, it, it goes back. There's a, a little reference to the end game in the first one or in the fourth one, excuse me. And a couple of characters from some of the movies are in the fourth episode. And that's all I'll say. Now, do they, is a vision more manly or is he still wimpy? Are they going to make him more manly? Uh, trying not to give too much information away in the fourth episode. It's not about Wanda and vision. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta watch it. It's more of a Marvel universe movie that you're used to. About sword? Yes. Do you pronounce the W is it sword or sword? sword. I think you it's say sword. sword? I say sword. I do too. No. Who Powerful. says sword? I don't know. It's like Swordson, the comedian? That's, yes. From the <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Sword Cleaver. <laughs> sword Cleaver. Weren't you a little hard on the sword last night? Powerful WandaVision. So you're going to keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. I, I watched the third one and then I watched the fourth one. And I, I said to myself after the fourth one, it's now interesting. So I'll watch it. I'll keep watching. There's only three more episodes to go this season. I don't know if it's going to keep going, but we'll see how it goes. Because I, I honestly don't know how they're going to keep it going if, if this is the introduction to the next phase of the MCU. What characters would you like to see made into a show? In the, uh, Can you think of any Marvel? universe yeah is there any characters you into a tv show yeah or a movie or whatever uh well i think we're i think we're gonna get the reintroduction of the x-men coming up soon that's funny you said that because i want the original x-men and i want the beast human do you remember the human beast yeah barely yeah that's what i want because when he turned into (laughs) the purple beast you can't do that in a movie because it turns out looking like he's elmo or Cookie Monster or something. You know what I mean? It doesn't translate <laughs> well. It doesn't Ooh, translate cookie. well. <laughs> but the beast, I want him powerful. I want him human. I want the original. Do you think they could, you know, that was uh, Sony, right? That yeah, that was Sony. Do you yep. think Marvel with Disney, they could reboot the X-Men and make it awesome? Yes, I believe Sony's rights are done. I believe Marvel has those rights again. No, I meant, do you think they'll do a good job? Oh, I think so. Marvel does has been doing a good job up to the whole WandaVision point. 
Now, why isn't Cyclops, why do they make him so wimpy? I want, he's powerful. I bet they make him, I bet they change everything. They make him powerful again? Yeah, because look what Sony did to Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was a terrible choice for Spider-Man. You didn't like him? No, I didn't like any of those You didn't like any of the three? You didn't like any of them? Nope. Who is the Not best one. for Spider-Man out of those three? Uh, the, the current guy that they have, the British guy that they have for, uh, been in all the Marvel movies. I like him. You like the, the latest... The latest version. Tom Holland is who it is currently. Andrew Garfield was the one we were talking about, and then Tobey Maguire was the original. So your favorite is Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yes. That's but your favorite Spider-Man so far? So far. Your favorite, Peter Parker. Yes. Maybe maybe it's because we didn't have to do too much of the the origin story on that one. Like, you know, like every... yes. Every Batman movie, we have yes. to see the pearls being ripped yes. off his mom's neck. Yes. And the bat cave. I mean, that's, come on. We get it. His parents were killed and he was orphaned. Wow, aren't you heartless? Yeah. You think you're fired up about the Godzilla versus Kong trailer? Get me going on the Batman origin story once. Yeah. Who's your favorite Batman? Michael Keaton. Really? And then Christian Bale. Who is the dumbest Batman? <laughs> the dumbest Batman? Val Kilmer. Why is that too? You know, Val Kilmer is awesome. Like Doc Holliday. Why do you think? Why do you think he honestly couldn't pull that off? What do you think? Was it the writing, the directing? I think it was the writing. Definitely the writing. I mean, Ben Affleck's up there too. He's he's a close second to the worst Batman because, like, Christian Bale had the coolest Batman voice, and then I think Ben Affleck couldn't do it, so they gave him that weird voice changer, and that kind of ruined it for me. Because I love Val Kilmer. Every, I mean, almost, uh, you know, the doors. I mean, you saw the Willow? doors, right? I mean, he yeah. killed it in Willow. Did you see the doors? I saw the doors. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a fantastic actor. He's a good actor. I, I don't just know. don't think Batman was the right role for him. Yeah, I mean, but you think you think he could have pulled it off. That's really weird. Yeah, and then George Clooney had the nipples. Yes. And George Clooney is another, you know, in the Ocean's Eleven, he's great. Yep. He's fantastic. Not a good Batman, though. No, isn't that weird? Yeah. And, the, and Michael Keaton, of all people, you think he would be the shittiest, you know, Mr. Mom and Johnny Dangerously. I mean, it's so weird that I guess you you really can't judge it until they do it. Like, right. who's the new guy? Uh, Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's one, you know, you think Twilight, oh, he's going to suck, but he right. might, he might, you know, be awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, in my head, I was saying, this is going to suck. This will be one of the worst Batmans they've ever made. I saw the trailer that they released a couple months ago, and I changed my mind. I think it'll probably be one of the better Batmans that they've made recently. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You, you got to watch them all, you know? Yeah. But I which mean, universe? I mean, there's so many different Batman stories, because the Ben Affleck Batman isn't over yet. You know, they're going to they're gonna tie that into the next Justice League movie. But where does Robert Pattinson fit in? Is he the... In the Joaquin Phoenix Joker universe? Is he in the Suicide well, Squad yeah, the Joaquin, universe? Yeah, I mean, the Joaquin, where is that going, too? Yeah. A lot of that, I don't want to know about it. I just want to watch it. A lot of times when you, you get out, go on the internet and you find out too much and then it takes away some of the mystery. Right. I like just sometimes just going to a movie not knowing anything. Yeah, because wasn't like, like the Jared Leto Joker, wasn't Ben Affleck in that or something? I didn't even see that tie. And what's the other movie. one? Birds of Prey. And, Birds of Prey. There's yeah. another one coming out of yeah. that one. I didn't really watch Birds of Prey. Either. I didn't. I didn't even watch it. No, but I'm getting the new Suicide. I mean, on HBO Max, the new Suicide Squad's coming out when that releases in theaters. Yeah, and we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. 
powerful segue, and let's get into song of the day. Eminence Front. That's hard to say, isn't it? By The Who. It is very hard to say. This song was written and sung by Pete Townsend. Yes. Of all people from The Who. Where? The Who. It appears as the... Now, this is the sixth track on their album from 1982. It's hard. That's what she said. Um, And lead singer Roger Daltrey uh, was vocally critical of this album. And he described Eminence Front as the only song that he felt was worthy of even being released. I I like Athena off of that album. That's a great song. So I got to disagree with him. Have I heard of Athena? You haven't heard Athena? I don't know. Possibly. Uh, Eminence Front I heard a thousand times. Athena is great. Yeah. Or You Better, You Better, You Bet. That's on that album? Yes. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great album. Yeah. Why why is he so critical of his own I don't know. Do you think it's because of... No, but I like that album. Yeah, the album was released on Christmas Day, 1982, which is a weird day to release an album, you think. Yes. You think he'd wait. Or it's a Christmas present. Yeah, or something. And the cover is powerful. It's got a powerful video game in there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yes. It's been used as the Dallas Mavericks intro during the uh, 2000 and 2001 basketball season. It's a pretty good song. I think if, if people are probably don't know the name of it, but once they hear it, you know, you get the powerful keyboard in the beginning. It's awesome headphone music. It is. It really is. Yes. And it's got the cool drum computer in the beginning. Yep. And it's very atmospheric. And the way they mix it, the voice is in different channels. And I guess they remastered it and moved it towards the center of the voice. I mean, the whole, that whole album is cool the way it's mixed. I like that album. Yeah, because if you if you can find an original recording, it's either in the left or the right. It's yeah, I I think maybe it's not rock and roll enough for Roger Daltrey. I mean, it's de- definitely atmospheric. It's definitely you know produced, overproduced maybe for him. Right. You know, there's no. It's not raw. It's not a raw rock sound. It's a. But I like it. It you know now that you, you know, when you mentioned some of the other songs on there, I mean it. To me, that would be a solid album. You know, it's got enough sound, like Eminence Front, and then You Better, You Better, You Bet. I would buy it just for those two. Yeah, look up the, the tracks. I mean, Athena's on there. You Better, You Better, You Bet. So Athena, It's Your Turn. Cooks County, It's Hard, Dangerous, Eminence Front. And then on side two, if you've got the vinyl, it's uh, I've Known No War, One, One Life's Enough, One at a Time, Why Did I Fall, Why Did I Fall for That? Uh, a man is a man, and cry I can't if, go for that. Cry if you want, uh, and then the reissue bonus tracks uh, is just some live, live versions of five of those songs. It looks like Eminence Front is one of them. No, I like that album. I mean, to me, it's you know what it came out eighty two, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, I mean that's the mid eighties. I mean, I don't know. All I can think of is he he doesn't think it's rock and roll enough. Yeah, probably. And at that point, I mean... What year? Look it up. What year did uh, Keith Moon die? 1978. Okay, 78. So four years later. So what do, you, what do you think of Eminence Front? What's your take on that song? It's solid. Yeah. I, uh, it's one of those, like I said, the flock will probably be like, I don't think I've ever heard of that song. And then they'll look it up and listen to it. And they're like, oh, I've heard this one a thousand times. Because it sounds like more like a, uh, not Don Henley, but uh, Steve Winwood almost. 
Yeah, it was very uh, atmospheric, very produced, not a raw rock sound. I like no. it. I disagree. I think all our fans will automatically know that song because we have a powerful block of Amish fans. That's true. Uh, yes. Now, Michael Rez, as always, I'm going to ask you this question. And I know your answer. Did you have a good time tonight? I did have a good time tonight. Yes. We had a powerful uh, pre-show. We did the powerful YouTube. We filmed a powerful YouTube video right before this. We did. Yes. It was fun. Yep. We had a couple of different beers. We're not going to tell you what they are. We're going to need you to check out the video. Hopefully the video will be out in the next week or so. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the most powerful YouTube channel ever created, the Amish Baby Machine YouTube channel. Powerful videos. And we just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.